KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. I'm Matt Leon, and it is always special for a college basketball team to make the NCAA tournament no matter the circumstances. But there is nothing like getting into the field for the first time ever, and that's the situation for Division Three Eastern University. The Eagles lost the championship game of the Mac Commonwealth, but their resume was impressive enough to earn an at-large berth into the Division Three NCAA tournament, and in the first round, they will play the University of Rochester on Friday in Marietta, Ohio. The Eagles Hail from St. David's in Delaware County, and I had the chance to talk with head coach Dan Prusner about his 21-5 squad that has already made program history. So first of all, Coach, uh, congratulations. How much fun, obviously the whole season, but specifically the last four or five days uh, been for you and for the program? Well, it's yeah, like you said, first of all, it's, it's, it, it's definitely the year. Um, in itself is what's kind of um, been been something that we've been able to just enjoy in general just because you don't get you don't get many of these very often um, you know going 21 and five is is um, quite the record and and um, you know coaching and and playing is always fun when you're winning that's for sure so um, as far as as far as just recently goes obviously it's been kind of a it's been kind of a roller coaster to be quite honest with you um, you know we as a program, We've kind of, um, it's not very often the MAC conference gets more than two bids uh, or more than one, you know, one automatic qualifier into the NCAA tournament. So for us as a program and, and, you know, just in general, especially because we haven't been to the NCAA tournament in school history, um, you know, it, it was one of those things where we've told our guys from day one, like we, you know, it's conference, conference title or bust type of situation, you know, and, and just because we know that you know, the, the, the reality of it is probably only going to only way we make the NCAA tournament is if we win the conference championship. And so, um, you know, went, went, went 14 and two in the conference, um, had an unbelievable season, um, and got to conference championship on Sunday and we dropped it to hood, um, which was kind of the, kind of the roller coaster part of it. Um, you know, and, and when you, when you lock your guys into, um, you know, into that ultimate focus, it was kind of a, you know, adrenaline going type of situation. I mean, our, our gym was absolutely slammed. It was standing room only the entire time and, and to drop that and then to turn around and be able to, you know, kind of turn around and get back excited again for the NCAA tournament, you think from outside looking in would be easy, you know, but when you, when you, you know, push in your kid's head the entire time that, you know, it's conference championship or bust, um, it hasn't been that easy, you know, and, and these guys have wanted a conference championship so much. Um, and um, so, you know, the last 48 hours has been a little tricky, I'll be honest with you. Um, but I also think it's these guys are a little naive to a certain extent. I don't think they realize what they have accomplished um, and, and getting an L at large bid is that's I mean, that's big time. You know, I mean, that's almost even a, a even a greater accomplishment than than, you know, winning the, winning the conference title, just because it's, it's, it's what you've done all year long, obviously. And so, um, you know, I, I think, you know, once these guys and, and they started to over the last 24 hours kind of got over the, you know, the idea of losing it. And um, so they're, they're pretty excited and ready to go now though. If I talked to you in October, what were your hopes for this group? I know last year it was a COVID year. I don't, you don't want to put too much stock into it, but when you did get the play, you struggled win loss wise, where were you coming into this season? The, has this group exceeded what you thought their ceiling could be at this at this point? Oh, definitely, definitely. I, I think um, 
you know, as, as a coaching staff, we kind of came into it and, you know, you know, we kind of, you know, you have those talks in your office a little bit like, wow, we could, we could be pretty good. Um, and, um, but you just, you still have no idea how good you can be obviously. And, and, um, you know, last year was, last year was tough. Uh, you know, and we had nine games last year, we went zero and nine. Um, and, and it definitely was COVID. There was definitely a lot of X factors that played a role in all that, you know, having, you know, missing to certain guys on a roster and stuff. And, and, um, but the thing is though, is, um, you know, that zero and nine season has a lot to do with where these guys are right now. And, um, and they, they kind of gained an identity last year, um, that, um, kind of a, just, just, just a mindset, I guess you would say, um, you know, we always want your team to have an identity. And, um, I think going into last year, we really didn't have an identity yet. And, um, you know, obviously struggling a little bit, um, outmanned, um, in, in a lot of those games, uh, we found ourselves down pretty consistently, you know, 15, 20 points, you know, sometimes even going into halftime. And um, consistently every game, these guys fought and they fought and they fought. And we would find ourselves down 20, losing by six, you know, down 15, losing by four. Um, and, you know, as a staff, we kind of just said, you know what, like in a lot of those scenarios, when you get down, you, your, your back's to the wall. And you start scrambling, you start fighting, you start clawing and scratching and, and, and you, you, you start doing all those things. And, um, and it, you know, we kind of looked at each other halfway through the season and said, this is our identity. Like, we're going to get after it for, you know, we're going to play 94 feet. We're going to defend the heck out of teams. We're going to get up in them. We're going to get out and run. And, um, and which is exactly the opposite of who we were. Um, the year before that, that, you know, that had that tied most wins in school NCA and school history, as far as NCA goes, um, you know, we went 17 and 10 that year and got to the conference championship and lost. Um, but that team was slow down, throw it inside, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, I think we averaged around 32 post touches a game, which you don't find that very often nowadays. Um, and so, you know, that whole, that whole mindset was, um, was kind of, I feel like kind of, kind of made us who we were. And, um, and so we just, we, we felt like our guys kind of had that, you know, had that uh, identity and, and we kind of ran with it. And obviously, you know, it's definitely paid off uh, this season. So. Looking you guys up, the thing that jumped out at me or one of the things that jumped out at me, five guys, double figures, averaging double figures. What does it mean to be able to come from all sides like that when it comes offensively that, anyone can be the guy on any given night. Yeah. I mean, what it means is it's easy for you as a coach, (laughs) you know, I mean, you know, when, when you go into it and, and we've had, we've had times where, where guys struggle, you know, and, and they have an off night, but consistently all year long, um, when that one guy has an off night, you got, you got somebody else stepping up, you know? And, and so that's, you know, that's, that's the joy of having that, you know? And, um, you know, we talked about over and over, um, you know, we sat down as a staff and said, who's our best player. And we can make legitimate arguments um, for any one of those five guys um, that, that they're our most valuable player. Like we, we, I, I don't know. I still can't, I still can't give you one guy. And, um, and that shows, and that shows a lot too. It shows you got kind of who they are as, 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 as players too, because, you know, they're willing to, you know, kind of knowing that, Hey, listen, 
you know, you know, this guy's going off today, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get the ball to him, you know, in a lot of situations too. And, and then also trusting it, you know, and being okay, not having to stress, not having to push to score. Um, and you know that, Hey, listen, I, I've had numerous times where they come up to me in the sideline and be like, coach, we got to get, we got to get Sam the ball, right. Or we got to get Dreg the ball, or we got to get Blett the ball. You know, there's so many different situations like that. So, I mean, it kind of shows you kind of who they are and uh, as kids too. And, and ultimately what they, you know, what they want is just to win. Let's talk a little bit about the first round. You get Rochester, uh, in the first round, you'll play on Friday evening. You know, we were talking beforehand this is a whirlwind of logistics and stuff like that but uh you know i'm sure you've been able to get your hands on some tapes some scouts what do you what do you see in this one well it's it's gonna be a <laughs> we are kind of um we're kind of exactly the opposite you know and and you, you you put them on the floor um uh with us and it's going to be two completely different styles which which we like that, you know, and, and I'm sure in, in their situation, they're probably liking that too, you know, and, and they're more, um, they do get out and transition quite a bit and they, they run a little bit, but, but I think they're, they're phenomenal in the half court. Um, uh, they, you know, they're, you know, probably, you know, for essentially they're six, four and up guys that can play multiple positions on the floor. They pass the ball incredibly. You know, I told one of my assistant coaches the other, yesterday, I said, yeah, I feel like we're playing Penn. You know, and and just because they they just they're very smart, intelligent passers, um, and um, and so it, it's going to be hard for us. It's going to be difficult, um, but at the same time, um, you know, I'm I'm not you know I'm not sharing anything that that he doesn't know. But we're you know we're going to speed him up. We're going to try to get after him, and and he knows that, and and you know they we probably know they're probably going to try to slow us down a little bit, you know. And so um, it's just gonna it's gonna it's gonna be a battle of wills for the most part, I think, and. And, you know, we'll see what happens. But but Rochester is definitely a talented group of players. That's for sure. What is the the conversation with the group and with the, the, the coaching staff? Because you're kind of juggling two things where there's the this is a life experience. You're the first group to ever do this in school history. Savor it. Enjoy it. Be proud of it. But on the other hand, you also probably want to tell them we're not resting on our laurels. We're, we didn't just come here to get a program and and a pennant we're here to to win basketball games is it a tough juggling act it's crazy you ask me that question it's a it's a great question it's the question that's literally been on my mind for the last 48 48 hours and to be honest with you i don't know if i have the answer to it um and 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 so that um that that's tough and and it even goes back to what i talked about earlier is you know um to add on top of that i don't know if these guys realize you know, what they're about to do, you know, if that makes sense. And, and so that could be a good thing. And, and it could be, like you said, it, it could be a situation where you're, you know, trying to, trying to, you know, just kind of enjoy the ride and say, Hey, listen, wow, we made the NCAA tournament for the first time in school history. You know, let's just, you know, go have fun, you know? And, but this is, this is one thing that, that, that I've figured out with these guys. Um, and, and I told them after a game on Saturday or excuse me, on Sunday, um, you know, as a coach, you know, you hope to instill, you know, different life values and lessons within your players. And these guys have taught me so much this, this entire year. And, and, and one of those things is just their, their willingness to, um, you know, I, I feel like sometimes we may walk in a gym and some people think we're cocky and we got phenomenal guys. We really do. Um, they're, they're a great group of kids, um, but they don't back down from anything. 
and they don't back down from any type of competitive situation. And, um, and that's, and that's kind of who we are. So, you know, and, and, and I love that. And, and as a coach, you, you gotta love that. Um, at times I sit there and they tell me all the time, they're like, you know, coach P relax, we're good, you know, and, and obviously I'm doing my thing and stressing in those situations, but, but, you know, when they, when they walk off the floor before the game start, you can see it in their eye. And so I, I obviously I'm a little nervous about that, but at the same time, like these guys have not, you know, every scenario that's come up from, you know, us playing Lehigh earlier this year and, and they went out and, and, and almost won that game, um, you know, to us going to the conference championship on Sunday. Like it, it, it doesn't matter. They're, they're going to be ready to go. And, um, and that's just the kind of kind of guys they are. So, uh, but yeah, it is. It definitely is. It definitely is. Is tricky. That will do it for this bonus episode of One on One. Many thanks to Dan Prusner for taking the time to talk. Eastern's first round game with Rochester set for a 4:15 tip off on Friday. You can follow the show on Twitter at One on One Pod. You can follow me on Twitter as well at Matt Leon 1060. Thanks so much for listening.